cheers to episode 72. Cheers. 72, baby. Yeah, Mc- I just forgot about the drinking portion again of the show. McDonald's Coke. Wow, I just have water. Got to hydrate up after this weekend. Whoa. It's hot. I didn't do anything. I was just standing out in the sun for... God, you get sunburned? You're glowing right now. No, I don't. My face got a little red today because I didn't want to put sunscreen on, but I was sunburned on just one day working on the course on Tuesday, but now I think it's turned into like a decent tan where I'm peeling a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. So we were recording this episode on Sunday, May 15th at 8.09 p.m. A Sunday recording, a Sunday pod. Been a while. And people out there are way too confident about the Lions mm. going into next season based on what I've seen during this week, which we will get to in this show. So we're going to hit on our weekly check-ins, the Detroit Lions schedule release before that, maybe some quick hitting thoughts on the playoffs that are going on that our teams, again, are not a part of. The NBA Pistons draft lottery is coming up. Maybe some a preview of that, what we're feeling. Not as exciting as last year. The Tigers are up and down play. And some PGA Championship picks to get you ready for golf's most boring major. But still. Uh, it's still a major, man. It still matters. It, would it's you say, fun. do you think it's the most boring major? Yeah, I just don't think it's boring. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe it like that. Do you think, rank the majors. M- Masters, Masters. US Jinx, Open. PGA. Open, PGA. Open. I like the open. I'd almost put it too. Open times so so far on the bottom because like prime it's time, time for that sucks. is like ten a.m. But it's the like, time I kind of like too. Oh, I like waking up and it's hot. I like waking up, going to play Do golf, coming me. back, and then watching Sunday. Yeah, it's a good point. Would you guys put the players above the PGA? No, no. Evan, would you put the players above the open? Mm, no. I wouldn't put the players above any major because it's not a major. Facts. It's true. All right. Evan, what did you do last week? Last week, let's see, we recorded on Tuesday. So, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I didn't do anything special. Um, But Saturday, this past weekend, I guess, Saturday and today, baseball tournament up in Owasso. Um, Wherever we go, it always rains. Uh, One and one yesterday, played decent, not that bad. Um, today, got, just got our butts handed to us. Mm. Um, nine nothing after the f- top of the half. Um, we're the home team, so nine nothing going into the bottom of the first. No way. Yeah, first pitch. Saying. First pitch, ding dong from a kid that was like four foot five. Just absolutely, oh, just pimp job. Okay, then- asterisks here. Asterisks here. Uh, okay. All right. We're playing on like I would say a high school field, but no tr- no grass infield. It's like a I don't know. It's bigger. The 300-foot fences. However... Wait, wait, there's no grass in the infield? Correct. We play 50, 70 bases. No grass in the infield. 300-foot fence. However, they put up a makeshift sh- makeshift fence in the outfield. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm sure and right now. it's supposed to be, like, come on. It should be at least, like, 250, 225. I, I'm, I'm guessing the fences weren't any farther than 190. <laughs> You hit a so routine flick fly your wrist ball. And that yes. ball's gone. You hit a routine fly ball. It's a home run. I think we gave up probably eight to ten home runs this weekend in a twelve u tournament. The fences were one hundred and ninety f- 
feet. So how many bombs would you have hit? Every fly ball would have been a home run that we hit. But how many fly balls are you hitting, Evan? Ground ball hitter. Do a 12 you? I'm swinging for the fences. <laughs> this swing is going all about launch angle. Um, there was one, there was a couple home runs at like towards the end of the game where it was just a moonshot straight up in the air. It's like a routine fly ball goes over the fence. Like nothing you can do about it. Is this one of those like uh, orange makeshift fences that's like tied together like construction site? No, it's not like the it's not the snow fence. fence. It's actually nicer than that. It was actually kind of looked like a little bit of like an outfield fence. It was blue. Had like a white, not a white, a yellow like boundary top to it, like normal fences mm-hmm. do. Did any kids fall over tracking a fly ball? Oh yeah, um, one of the home runs. Our my own left fielder was running after it super hard, just ran through it. Boom! Didn't even like <laughs> realize that. Hey, the fence is like going to be on your ass. Pretty is this soon. like a just ran like a it metal fence? Over. Huh? It's like a metal fence. No, it's like a, it's like Especially like padded fabric. fence. No, mesh. It's, not, it's like it's like mesh. Like, uh, you can uh, run through this thing. And you just, yeah, like, it's, it's, it. it's it's catching Got you, it. but not really. Got yes, it. it's Got just it. slowing your momentum down until you face plant on the other side. It's not like the Mitchell Park's metal fence because that would hurt a lot. If you're running no. full speed into that. Did people have to come out and like fix the fence after you ran through it? No, that thing would just springboard. Like the stakes, mm. wherever stakes they had, it would just go down and then it would just pop right back up. How are these kids supposed to get ready for Williamsport if we're where the fences are like two twenty these days? If we're Doing one ninety correct participation trophy. Oh fences. god, it was miserable. Yeah, you played at Yankee Stadium. I know. Yes, we did. We played down at I wouldn't even say T-ball field. How does it get to nine nothing? Did they bat around twice? Uh, had to have. They didn't bat around twice. They battered at least one and a half. Well, the first kid just hit in a home run, so there's one run and one batter. Yeah, rally um, killer. Yeah, I think they batted through the lineup all. You can also bat 10. They bat a 10 guys because it's travel baseball. You can buy as many as your roster wants. They so batted, really. I think they batted probably 13, that is weird. 14 people in the That makes sense. In the inning. So if you had a 20-person team, you could just have all 20 well, kids. Well, there's, there's, the there's roster maxes for some tournaments. You can only – like this tournament, I think the max roster you're going to have is 14. Did you pull your pitcher at all? In the no. Inning? Oh my god, that kid had to go oh, nine brutal for that nine kid. Earned. Well, it wasn't nine earned. There was a couple of errors, but I think God, this is Joey uh, Wentz out there. Baseball. This There's is a Joey lot of Wentz making but his yeah, Tigers. At that point, like you just have to get out of it, so we're not like wasting like another arm. Yeah, yeah um, it's a bullpen day for sure. Yeah. I do you have one question just to yeah. raw about twelve U baseball? Yeah. So if like if kids hit like grounders into the infield, do, do they run them out like and get safe at first, like in little league? Or is, are they a little better at fielding in 12U and they it's can throw them travel out? baseball. I mean, it's it, – I would hope a so. Bit I just want to make sure. There's a lot of big, big plays. I mean, know if baseball was like falling off talent-wise. No. If anything, it's getting more – it's getting better because you play year-round. You're training year-round, so. There was, a, there was a brief scare there where America thought that lacrosse was taking over baseball. So it's good to know that that has not happened. Yeah, there is a lot of rumors that baseball is dying amongst little kids. If Lax Bros took over the world, we're looking at a really uh, scary world. This tournament had age groups from 10 through 14 for softball and then 9 to, I think, 13 for baseball. There was over 100 teams at this tournament. How much are we talking to get in as an entry fee for these these tournaments? Around four hundred <laughs> per team. Yeah, and a twenty thousand dollar purse if you win. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't win money. I'm assuming. My last question that just came to me: 
Um, what's the hot bat with 12 year olds? Because in our day, it was the East and Stealth was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's new, the Cat 4, I think. We still swing in D Marini's. What are we swinging? Yeah, D Marini's still around. Cat 4. Um, there's a new, there's a one that we all have. That like half the kids have. I don't know. It's like a four hundred and fifty dollar bat. I don't know. Wow. Try to look I just up. I just need to know this stuff before I be that's dug a, out morale guy. That's a heck of a Christmas gift. A four hundred and fifty dollar bat. I'm trying to think. I don't I like I'm I don't have a kid in the fight, so I think Shot of Michigan Sports should go live from one of your twelve U t- tournaments. The, I would Louisville, like one bat. the Louisville Slugger bat is called a meta. Louisville Slugger Meta bat. We're That's, making metaverse bats. It's called the meta. <laughs> you put on a headset before you swing. Oh, there's another one I don't remember. It's white and it has like orange lettering on it. Like half our team has it. Mariucci has one. There's a Mariucci one. The black um, CF4 with the with the red lettering was steroids and and that definitely illegal. They definitely put something in that. Like a like almost the ball came off. A baseball came off the black CF4 with red lettering like a golf ball would come off a baseball bat and they had to ban it. And if you had your hands on one of those and the tournament lets you use it, you were automatically going three for four with three doubles. Yeah. Yeah. The cat nine to Mariucci bat. That's yeah, popular. That be popular. There's another bat that I just I, don't know what it's just so the, Steve the, the baseball heads don't come for you. Evan, I think it's called Marucci, but we're splitting hairs. Sorry. Here. Steve Mariucci's bat. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of baseball, that ties perfectly into mine. On Thursday, I went to my first Tigers game in person. Uh, I don't want to say my only Tigers game this year, but my first one. So we'll see. The door is open. And shout out my uncle. They were they was through his work. They were phenomenal seats. It's the closest I've ever sat in a major league baseball game. It was like four rows behind the on deck circle, like to the left of the A's dugout, like in between the dugout and home plate. It was sweet. Uh, yeah, we, I saw your pitch. I didn't really hear anything that you would get because you're on the A's side. I had a couple observations, mainly just one, is that the three of us are 100% faster than Miguel Cabrera running down the first base. <laughs> I could have told I would you that. hope so, Grant. It's I mean, alarming how slow he runs. He when is he, old and fat. I know, but it's, it's, a, it's a big problem whenever there's a man on first because there's no chance they're not turning a double play. They could, they could kick the ball in the left field, pick it up, then throw it the second, and the guy could Kareem Abdul-Jabbar skyhook it over his head, and Miguel is still going to be out in that case because he is moving. Ve- Even my mom, who is not there to nitpick athletes by any means, she's like, wow, he's moving very slow down the first baseline. Uh, so that was my main observation. The second one is uh, which happened – at the game I was at and a game the day later, the scorekeepers at Comerica Park are a little too nice for my liking, uh, especially when it comes to anything Spencer Torkelson does. Mm-hmm. When I was there, they hit a hard ground ball off a glove, which was a backhand like routine play. Like I know backhand's tough for an average person, but when you're a major league baseball player, you should be able to backhand a ground ball. Uh, they ruled that as a hit for him, so they didn't give him an error there, a feeling error. And the next day, he hit a hard line drive to the third baseman, and they gave him a hit on that when it probably would have also should have been considered an error. So I think they're a little too scared to drop the big old capital E when it comes to anything Spencer Torkelson does. So I'd like them to hold him more accountable. This makes That's, sense coming from you. You are a stat guy. so I like to hold athletes accountable. Do I have any, sure. any right to do that with my athletic ability? No, but I like to. <laughs> All and right. I have anything else. Just the weather, guys. It got really hot fast, and I want to know how you guys have been handling it. 
Uh, I love the heat personally. Like, the I heat. hate the cold. <laughs> hate the cold. Love the heat. Cold little boy all the time. So heat's good for me. If you can't handle the heat, get out of Alex's kitchen. Correct. Um, I don't mind it. I'm not complaining. I mean, working in it kind of stinks. But other than that, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, what I don't like about the heat is going to bed when it's hot, waking up when it's hot. That does suck. I would rather blast as hot as you want during the day, but at night, like get below seventy, please. And like when I wake up, like be below seventy. Yeah, I, it was right. It's still. Below 70. There was a couple of days during the week, work week where it would be like 68, 67 when you wake up. And then like by like 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, it's already like 75. Yeah. getting Going to my car one morning before work, it was it said it was 68, <laughs> but it was, it was pretty. Work uh, is like, yeah, walk into your car. You're, it's you're it's pretty humid. Walk. Nah, then that was it. Then I came back outside around 4.15. So, <laughs> you know, I don't really know how the weather's going, Ooh, honestly. Uh, there are a few things that make me feel as good in the summertime than when you get into bed. You don't really know how what it's like outside because it's late. You crack that window open and it's a nice like 65 degree breeze coming through. You're like, oh, I'm sleeping with this window open all night. And I'm going to wake up with a stuffed nose, but that's okay worth it. because I'm going to be in a little cold little cocoon ball in my bed wrapped up in the sheets rolling around. The worst is when you open it and it's like 72 degrees and muggy. And you're like, well, I'm going to have to crank the ceiling fan. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing's better when you open that window. Um, that's all for me. A little bit tying with Alex at the end of what we did today. But I'll let you take it, Alex, to, to take home these weekly check-ins. Uh, so the only thing really crazy that happened to me, I would consider this crazy. Is that Golf Galaxy checking out on Saturday? <laughs> this old man. Bought new what were you buying? Buy my buy my dad a putter grip. So he asked for one, a new one. So Happy Father's Day, Garrett. Happy Father's Day. Correct. Um. So I was doing that, <laughs> and this dude was like walking with a like a big bag. It was like a plastic bag over iron set. I guess that when you go in there, if you buy irons, like order them, you go into the back, and they're like sitting on a back table, and you get them. I don't know, in a plastic bag. Apparently, the guy walked in with one club. He's walking out with all these irons. He didn't go to the checkout desk. He just walked past. And I'm just standing, like, getting rung up. And this dude who is ringing me up looks at the guy. He's like, that guy came in with one club. He's leaving with a whole set of irons. And he just, like, looks at him. He's like, one second. And he just runs outside <laughs> to this guy. He's like, sir, sir, sir. As he's, like, walking towards him, the guy just was not going to stop. He just was head down, like started walking really fast. And then he gets outside and I'm like watching it outside. And the guy tried to steal a $1,500 set of irons. He's just going to take them out of the store. This was like a 60-year-old man. Like I said, this was nuts. I was just like, what? What time during the day was this? It's like 10 (laughs) a.m. And the guy comes back. He's like, that was going to steal him. He was going to steal irons. And then uh, they're trying to get his plate, and he like ran to his car, got in, and drove away immediately. And the guy's like, "Yeah, he. I think he's done that before. I think he's tried to do that before." I was just sitting there in awe, waiting for my receipt as all this craziness went down. Wow, that was nuts. So yeah, I tried to steal clubs. Um, and then 
staying on golf. Grant and I golf today. I think that's what he wants to talk about. Real quick, though, I was thinking we might need you for the greater area to do a little police sketch of what this guy looked like, and maybe we can post it on our social account. Like, beware of this man stealing clubs in, in the Royal Oak area. <laughs> I was just like an old short dude with he's wearing a hat yeah it's just like the most standard grandpa looking guy ever i can't believe he tried to steal clubs he's driving like a fifty thousand dollar car what car was it he's driving like uh are those buick enclave oh yeah. like the buick suv though sounds right what is what's the buick suv oh it's a nice white buick suv enclave either way try to steal irons crazy so you can start on the golf run. I need to take a bite of this McChicken. Oh, behave, right. Grant. <laughs> Grant and I'm I, nervous to take a bite now. Grant and I had the golf round of hell today. Well, um, mainly that's what you. we were calling it. Yeah, I was I had a, I was feeling pretty rough on the front nine. Feeling a little hungover. So I was battling some adversity. Don't have my own clubs because my parents have my clubs. Taking them to Florida. So I'm using old stuff. Not a big um, deal. Grant and I are sharing. We shared a bag of a golf bag. Didn't even have our own. We're sharing a putter, like handing it to each other on the putting greens. There was a hole in the bag, too. Yeah, hole in the bag. Um, you know, so that's you know, I was battling the front nine. But the biggest key of the whole thing, we did not get. We were a twosome. We did not get paired up with anyone, which is huge for wow. morale. Yes. We would have. Yes. Our tea time was 227. It's 2.15. And we're like, let's just go. Let's just go now before they can pair us up. So we just went by ourselves. And was we there a starter? Was there a ranger or starter? Like, no. no, there was no one in the starter booth. Oh, so we just yeah. went. Then yeah. absolutely and not the get best thing, up. we finished the first hole and we look back, it's 227. There's two guys on the tee box. And exactly goes, 227. They're pairing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then even later on, two guys in front of us were like, you guys want to play together? We're like, nope, we're good. Keep going. Thanks. Like, no interest. You're in not that. gonna like our music. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah. So I was battling a hangover club situation. It also rained a couple times, just dumped for no reason, and then would stop. It was a very weird weather day. Thick rain. Plopping uh, on my face. It was before sunny outside the golf too. golf round. Grant had this just begging for strokes as always. He wanted and, and, eighteen. And I was not giving him eighteen. I was very hungover. I knew it wasn't going to play that well. He's begging for 18 strokes. Settled on 14. And I, that was the right decision, I think. Well, I also yeah. had a longtime listener of the show and fan, Ben V, here from the night before, also ripped up. Hopefully, he made it home safely today and is feeling better. Uh, but he, he was supposed to be my agent. And he was uh, pleading for 18. Negotiate for happy. strokes on my behalf. And I thought we all landed at 16 at one point where Grant gets – there's four par threes. Usually I, I couldn't re- give Grant strokes on a par three. It's just not fair. I thought I should have got strokes on two of the par threes, whatever. Um, now, how it went down at the end, our stories will differ for the end of time. No, some I'm not going to dispute it. Some people will say that Alex had a two-shot lead going into 17. And he Match did – Match play. He legit- two up. He legitimately hit his drive into a bunker. Um, mm-hmm. And people will dispute that him taking a hybrid and trying to hit out of the, the, the bunker was a move to leave the door open for his uh, tag-along partner, Grant. Others <laughs> would say he was trying to step on my neck, my throat, and end the match there. Needless to say, he hit a worm burner that hit the lip of the bunker and shot up in the Came air back. back into the bunker and then did that again. 
So basically, I won that hole. And then the next hole, I'm pretty sure you played it how we would normally. And simply put, I sunk a massive bogey net par putt, probably an eight-footer, with a massive Tiger Woods-level fist pump to even the match. (laughs) And it ended as... All square, Grant. All squared for those that don't yeah. say as. Yep. Grant's really good. He just couldn't. I couldn't withstand the pressure he put on 17 and 18. I did not look at him right before the bunker shot and say, hey, Grant, I'm going to leave the door open for you, and I'm going to try to hit this hybrid out of the bunker. I never said that to him, but I did. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I played horrible on the front. I played all right on the back. I think overall we – we got testy on the back nine. We were definitely chirping each other before everyone was taking their tee shots. Said some mean stuff to each other. I think we both said things we regret looking back on it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was not your, like, nice, polite golf round. It was, let's try to get in the other person's head and see if we can. The first time we were absolute drama queens, like just complaining about everything and like, uh, over. Let's get some bad breaks. And Grant was Grant was duffing shots, and they would land two feet from the hole, and he'd tap in for a par. And I'm hit a good shot, and he'd catch the lip of a bunker and fall in a hole. I had to take one shot. I was taking one shot out of the bunker, and there was a turd, like a half inch from my ball. It was just a bird turd. And I was just like, come on. Evan, when you see someone on a golf course in front of you playing and they're wearing Wrangler jeans, do you just assume they suck? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a guy in Wranglers in front of us today, and I well, assume he's a lot terrible. of guys jeans on our today, golf league. Yeah. yeah. Doing physical <laughs> activity out in the heat today. Yeah, and probably like a, jeans. A, a washed black, probably Motley Crew t-shirt. <laughs> he's I, there, yeah, I didn't see him, but I imagine. We were on one tee box, and Grant was feeling himself from his Bud Lights, and he's like, Hey, those Wranglers <laughs> screaming on the T-Box. <laughs> it was also a super slow round. I think it took us like six hours, it felt like. I guess it was probably only like five. But it was we, a long uh, round. We were at some right? And there was a foursome in front of us. And we kind of, I'm driving. Alex made me drive because he couldn't feel his ah. legs in the first round. For the first yeah. time. Regrettable decision. Grant's he not goes, the best cart driver. Drove over several T-Boxes. <laughs> this course was cheeks. <laughs> no way. <laughs> He was anyway. driving on tee boxes, dude. You would have too. This course was cheeks. I told too. He left the cart like fifty yards from the putting green. Anyways, Grant, why did you fall around? I'm like Alex. What's the etiquette? How close do I get to these guys on a tee box to let them know we'd like to play through? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Just don't be driving in their backswing. I go, okay. So we get close, and then we were pretty. Fo- we were pretty close to them. And they look back at us, and then they decide to keep going. And Alex just mutters under his breath. He goes, zero self awareness. <laughs> They, just, they had no feel for the moment. <laughs> that might have been passed, what you said. We <laughs> just passed them on the turn. They were like getting hot dogs inside. We just went on. Yeah. And, and the then, guy comes out while we're teeing off. And he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and like, Alex kind of did one of those. Alex gave one of those half-ass, like, cool if we play through. But, like, even if he said no, Alex was still going to play through. <laughs> Grant, <laughs> I think Grant already hit. Cool if we play through? <laughs> no. Yes, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to stare at your jeans any longer. Yeah. But overall, it was Final. good. Final numbers, Grant did break 100. Well, 98. we took two mulligans on the front nine. <laughs> uh, so I guess in that sense, yeah, maybe a 99, maybe 100. Alex steps up. He hits a, I don't know, if, I don't know what kind of iron you were hitting because these holes are small. You didn't have to hit driver on a lot. Rips one in the water. I'm like, all right. I tried to hit a two iron and I 
in my state of health, I should not have done that. I go, I if I hit one in the, in the if water. I hit one in the water too, we'll go mulligans. He goes, Dale, I just absolutely splash one. I'm like, well, starting from scratch, here we go. <laughs> so yeah. not really a ninety-eight, but I've definitely had worse opening rounds. My opening rounds most years are probably one twenty, and I definitely played better than that. So that's good. He did. He did yeah. hit the worst putt I've ever seen in my entire life, though. Had a twelve footer, and I think he hit it one foot. Like, I also, I mean, one then made the eleven footer. I, I also had an eight. One. I think I had an eight footer that I also hit twenty four feet, <laughs> sixteen past the hole. Yeah, I, I had horrible. no business Erratic. hitting. I had no business hitting a few putts today, but usually followed it up well. So, speaking of um, erratic play, the Detroit Lions. Or maybe they're consistently bad. Who knows? However you well, want to We don't it. even know yet, Grant. But, well, past years. Anyways, the NFL schedule released this past week, and everyone lost their minds. And I'd like to start with, when exactly did the schedule release become so um, Super Bowl-like? Kind of was annoying me this week. I don't, Two I years ago, like I think. That feels right. It's, it's, it's new. It's, it was not this big of a deal. Is it All I these- cared about when I was younger is if we had any primetime games. But now everyone's like, oh. We played week four at 1 p.m. Trying to leak it, the fake Twitter accounts. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. I forget from last year, Evan. Did you like, do you like the buzz of schedule release or you kind of, where do you fall? You wanted to know last week, though. You were texting the group. You're like, yeah, I just want them to get the information out because they're just like, they're blue balling you with like, oh, here are the European games. Here's a couple Monday night games. Here's a Thursday night primetime game. Did you guys actually uh, watch the NFL Network show? I nope. did watch the NFL Network show until Stafford got off because I Same. thought it was going to be like an NFL show where they released everybody's schedule. Then you just go to Twitter and every single team just posted their schedule on Twitter. So I was like, well, yeah. what's the point of having these shows? They didn't even like release it either. They just immediately – Matthew Stafford's on right when it opens and they just started talking about the Rams schedule. They didn't like release well, – Yeah, because the NFL Network has a brand new uh, studio inside SoFi Stadium. It's just like they didn't even care. To, I thought they would like put everyone. Matthew Stafford's the up. defending Super Bowl champion. Put some respect on his name. Hey, Evan, I don't have a problem with Stafford. I just thought I was watching a schedule release, and I just they didn't even show it. And I just went to Twitter and watched everyone's videos, which were pretty funny. Shout the Chargers. Like Hot take. I thought ours was dumb as well. I don't get the whole like hoopla about this like security guy. I get like he like does funny skits, but like I think it's completely overrated and not funny at all. I didn't like ours. Wow, I thought, chop that guy. I, I have no opinions on him, but I like that strong take. I definitely didn't like our video. Comparison Are you worried, though, that he would he would be able to beat you up? He looked like he knows some advanced technique. <laughs> I'm, I'm frightened. I don't want to see him at Ford Field. I definitely wouldn't tri- trip him down Section 28. I think there was one or two that made me laugh, or like three, but there were some of them. I mean, I don't know. Chargers one was pretty solid. I mean, nothing. I don't know if anything will ever beat the Chargers one because they were the first team that just said like we're gonna openly make fun of the biggest story Everyone. of the year. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like Tyler, I, I don't know. I feel like Urban past Meyer. ones people have take people have not like made fun of things the NFL like because the NFL I don't think wants people keep bringing up Urban Meyer now that he's out. They Dude, probably every, want to move every on team from chopping Urban. Yeah, it's like everyone agreed like everything is fair game this year and. It should be because like people are like, oh, that's going to be motivation for Jacksonville in a week, whatever. It's like, no, they're not going to care. It's just funny and it's petty. Like it's a good comedy bit. It's funny. There's so many good ones. I had to watch that. I think I watched that one like three times. Also, 
do you guys also find that uh anime music is kind of hype that that music in that video got me going like i wanted to go like run through a brick wall are you okay Grant? <laughs> is this a cry for help no i don't ever watch anime i don't i've always made fun of people that like anime the song mm-hmm. they used in that kind of was cool i'm gonna say it sure i don't i didn't get all jazzed up by it by a schedule release video of anime but yeah i thought it was a funny video I thought it was really cool. Like when they had the um, Transformer, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. That didn't play. That's kind of cool. Evan, did you think it was the coolest thing you've ever seen in your entire life? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Putting words in Grant's mouth that I don't think he said. Um, I wasn't really focused on like the music. Yeah, like I heard some of it. I couldn't tell you what it was like the tone of it anymore. I was kind of like trying to focus on like each team's detail. Um, Okay. I enjoyed the video. video I think it was okay. It was not the greatest video of all time, no. (laughs) Best schedule release video of all time so far. I agree. Sweet. Um, it is so dumb. I mean, we're about to do it. It's so dumb that every show out there mandatory has to go win loss week by week down the schedule when nobody knows what's going to happen. There could be trades. Baker Mayfield could be on a new team. Uh, there could be injuries. injuries. It's, it, the NFL is the biggest injury league in the entire world, more so than any other sport where like, Massive injuries shape a team. You can guarantee massive fantasy players will go down every mm. single year. Yeah, so, it's May. It's so dumb, but you just you it's almost gonna be May. You have to do it, and you almost gotta <laughs> gotta be jokingly about it and be like, "Yeah, like whatever I say right now in May is probably not even gonna come close to accurate." True, but if it does, but if it does, we are get us credentials. And you then you grab this clip and you post it out <laughs> and say we are experts before we start. All the Lions fans being upset about like us not getting a prime time. If you just like go back like six months ago and just look at our schedule, uh, our, at our record, uh, we were three thirteen and one, yeah. and a lot of our games were boring to watch. We all, all collectively all stood up in Fort Field and booed this team off the field against the Eagles. <laughs> Me and you well, did I mean, that. You, you started that. Me and I was you did sick that. Of that. I booed. I did not stand and boo. Like, we don't have a superstar on our team. Yeah, we have the number two pick, but he's not, like, a sexy, like, quarterback or anything like that. Uh, the honeymoon phase is over with Dan Campbell. Jared Goff's kind of sexy. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, then. And, like, we don't deserve a primetime hey, game. We're lucky we that we're still on. We don't need a primetime game. We're so lucky we're still on Thanksgiving. Evan, we're lucky we haven't been relegated from the NFL. Right we a thousand percent deserve a primetime game because everyone else got one. But the biggest thing no. is we were the third most profitable team against the spread in the NFL last year. That alone gives you one primetime game next year. We just, basically have one primetime game. It is Thanksgiving Day, the only game on TV. But, well, I, as not a Lions fan, anymore, I don't need a primetime game because either. I don't need to wait all day just to be like disappointed at to go to bed at halftime at 6.30 or 11.30 being like, well, I stayed up for the comeback and we lost by six points. It's like, get it over with. By 4 o'clock, I'm happy. I'm eating dinner on Sunday night, and I'm enjoying my, my evening. Great news is I we never even have things. to we never even have to think. It's just like 1 o'clock every week. It's just locked in. You don't have to look. Every single week is 1 o'clock. No 425 West Coast games, 1 o'clock. Yeah. I, I like it, actually. You know? I don't like primetime games, so I'm cool with it. I don't really care. First, first game of the day. And we have that classic motivational. If you want a prime type game, make the Packers game the last week count. 
And you know, you, that a if you play times. at one o'clock and you lose less, less people in the world outside of Michigan will see the disgusting loss we had and we won't be made fun of as much. Yep. Every person that watches red zone won't even remember what your score was. Nope. Awesome. And fantasy lineup, super easy to set if you have any Lions players. And also, before we get into the schedule, can I ask you, why Why are Michigan State fans already being so mean to Aiden Hutchinson online? Like, I don't get, Michigan State fans are just, like, I said, the fan base is our I don't like the our fan base. I don't. Like, he isn't a Michigan football player anymore. He's a Detroit Lions player. If Aiden Hutchinson is doing well, stat-wise, team-wise, the Detroit Lions are doing well, and 98% of the state of Michigan has a better fall. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree. I don't know why anyone. Like, I hope Hutchinson wins the defensive rookie of the year. Because that means he probably has 12 to 14 sacks and is leading our defense. Plus 500 odds on FanDuel. No free ads. Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Michigan and Michigan State Twitter fan bases are, are grossly bored. And everyone needs to chill out. I am sick of looking at all that. Both fan bases are garbage. I don't even like my own. I was, I'm not going to say his handle because, one, I don't want to give him publicity. And, two, he's bigger than me and could probably beat me up. But there was a, I wouldn't say big, like 1,500 follower count. Uh, Brian, that main quote tweet, Alex, that you showed me, I read it. And I look back at it, the guy saying, like, I'm legitimately concerned that my biceps. Aiden Hutchinson's arm size. Yeah, I'm legitimately concerned my biceps are bigger. Not even joking. I'm actually concerned. And I wanted to quote tweet that guy and say something really mean back um, off of our account. But I just figured for the best of everything, like, I already took one shot at a Notre Dame account that night. So I'm not going to try to get in a fight with another account. So we need to stay out of all those drama. Yeah. I just don't, I don't need to see tweets like that. I don't need people like actually questioning the size of a guy's bicep and being somewhat serious about it when it's a rookie minicamp. Let's relax. Wish, okay. Yeah. I just wish both fan bases would just shut up. If he has, if he has a bad first season, go ahead. Okay. Also, I don't want the bar to be way too high for him knowing that a lot of people already don't like him going into it because I think that's going to be unfair against him. He's going to ruin. But if with great pressure comes great responsibility, I actually blew that phrase, but you know what I'm trying to say. If Michigan State fans root against him, then you're just rooting against the Lions, and then you're just a loser. So, congrats on being a loser. Yeah. Get him, Alex. Get him. All right. Let's pick some games, damn it. Oh. Um, skipping, skip, skipping through the preseason, all right? Yep, absolutely. 4.30 primetime on uh, CBS. There's a primetime game against the Stillers. I'm using FBS schedules, which also has pro schedules. So Preseason, we have a primetime game. Oh, I'm going. I don't think it's prime time, but it's America's game of the week. What's the yeah, date of that game? That. August twenty eighth at Pittsburgh. All right, I'm texting Luke. We're going. <laughs> First game, preseason game. Sunday, September eleventh. Never forget. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles at home, Ford Field, one p.m. Fox. What do you guys got? I got AJ Brown cooking Jeff Okuda all over the field. We're going to start the schedule like this. Why do you have to do I that? I knew you'd get mad. But no, nah, that's really what I think, though. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles. I'll take the L. I will pull. I will also take the Eagles, the minus four and a half, I think the spread was. Oh, juicy. Oh, there's um, spreads in May. Yes. There's college football spreads. We were talking that about this the other week. Crazy. Yep, there's I'll our, take there's the a, Eagles. Are we going to go to this home opener, season opener? 
I am not going to another Eagles Lions game. Yeah, actually, we can't. That was the worst day of my yeah. life. Uh, Sunday, October thirty first last year, one p.m. Fox Eagles at home. We lost forty four to six. We are losing this game again. We did not make up that much ground. Uh, yeah, no. Then they got better. So I don't think I'm, I don't think it would be that bad. Like I would hope that not. bad. That was the worst professional football game I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, that was 100%. Just, that was 100%. puke in your mouth. On TV awful. and in person. And we had golf playing. It wasn't like it was Tim Boyle, so we thought it was he a threw the ball away twice. I fourth down. down. <laughs> Haven't said some mean words at that point. And Calvin Ridley quit football that day. It was <laughs> that a day. <laughs> There's been a lot of boos in the history of Ford Field. Evan registered a top five decibel level boo that day, no doubt. In that, it was one of the funniest, history. funniest moments ever. And the fact that him and Wilkins came back in Lions jerseys after that performance, <laughs> they bought merchandise. Yeah, that was hilarious. Also, I would like to credit ourselves a little bit. We kept screaming, "Get Amonra more involved!" And after that point, they got Amonra involved. We were right behind more. the right behind their sideline. Did Anthony Lynn also get fired around that time? Yes. Do they correlate? Yes. But still, Amonra got involved. That's where we were there. Worst Sunday, ever seen in my life. September 18th, the Washington Commanders. Get used to saying Commanders. Ford Field, 1 p.m. Fox. It's the first one of the year, guys. Carson Wentz stinks, and I'm going to plant my flag on the ground. After last week, I feel like I'm obligated to pick the Commanders here. You are. I already chalked it up as a, as a loss to the Lions from Alex. Yeah, I say we win. Wow. We're all three same at home. Win. It's at home. I like to win. I like to yep. win as well. One and one. Wow, this could actually be this is gonna be a all you can go for it on fourth down buffet with Riverboat Ron and Dan. Yes. Just getting drunk on it for their own inside their own twenty. It's gonna be six three five. All right. So we got one and one. I'm not actually gonna I keep track to win. Of what I have. So we have I'd take it and a win. All right. Sunday, September 25th at Minnesota Vikings, U.S. Bank Stadium, home to a lot of games. Um, Texas Tech beating Michigan State, a bunch of birds flying into the stadium and dying. Why does that need to be brought up? It's just a fun fact about the stadium. I'm trying <laughs> to pull one out. Why did you need to say that we lost in the Final Four? It just USA Bank, U.S. Bank Stadium, that's what I think about. Um, uh, Minnesota Miracle. of bleep. 1 p.m., Fox. Loss. Loss. I have a loss too. Well, is Devin Cook going to be healthy? Yes, he will be, right? Yeah. Cut that. Oh Sorry. My God. <laughs> well, Devin Cook would be healthy in week three. It won't be week like 13 when he's always injured. So that's yeah, going right. to be an L. Yeah, he's going to run all over us. Justin Jefferson <laughs> will torch Jeff Okuda. So he's already getting torched. Probably Terry McLaurin might torch him too. So he are we going to do this for every like? Are we going to do this for every not going to be on the number one every single week. He should be according to Grant. Well, I don't. Think I have not be. said that. I did not say that. You watch your mouth. I didn't say and, that. And plus, we're also a lot of zone, so I don't think we're a lot man to man. Poncho is not Fine. on the sidelines. So. Yeah, Alex, we run zone, dude. Listen to Evan. We run zone. Vikings, easy. Loss. I got one and two. We're one and two right now. One and two. All right, Sunday. October 2nd, back in Ford Field, three out of four home games. Seattle Seahawks, 1 p.m. It's a win. If, assuming they have Drew Locke behind court, uh, center, I'm also, like Carson Wentz, I'm a Drew Locke hater. Guy stinks. I know, Evan, you like him, so I'm curious to see what you say. But I got the Lions in this one pretty comfortably. Oh, K9's homecoming. This will be cool. This is a game we should go to. Watch Kenneth. Uh, I like Seattle. October 2nd. October 2nd. Sunday. 
I almost said 1 p.m. God, those birds are so relaxing. They they are nice. Do I you like hear the them. Birds. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to shut the window? Uh, I guess probably to be safe. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know you guys could hear those. Oh, they're, it was they're nice, nice and lively. <laughs> I think I, I would take Seattle. They destroyed us last year, so that was with. And Russell Wilson didn't have to do anything. Rashad Penny ran for a thousand yards. Mm, yeah, they did. They ran we it didn't, down our We didn't throats. have golf that game, though. No, we did not. We had Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle carved him up. Mine had like 40 fantasy points yeah, that game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's why I lost the fantasy championship. Yeah. I, I'm taking Michigan. I'm not Michigan State. You're Kenneth Walker. I'm taking the I'm Lions. Taking that one. No, I'm taking Michigan. <laughs> I'm taking Michigan. I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions, too. Two. I've changed my mind. Drew Locke. I'm out on Drew Locke, even though Evan's in on him. I'm not in on him. I just thought like, I like his situational. Swag, I, I do. I think he's better than what he's actually like put out to be. Obviously, he has to be the right place, right time. I don't think Drew Locke's going to be playing in that game. I think it would be Geno Smith or some other quarterback. Hmm. Guys, well, it's we win-win have, for you if Seattle wins with Drew Locke playing quarterback. We have more swag. Drew Locke and Kenneth Drew Walker Locke. go off, man. I'll be happy. Wouldn't be that disappointed. Nope. I'm going to remember two that. Two. Sunday, October 9th at... Loss. Gillette Stadium, the house that Tom Brady built, Not New England Patriots. I had a Fox. hypothetical in my brain here. I think yeah. Dan Campbell is the smartest man in football. This is what he's going to do. He's going to have – he's not going to put Jameson Williams on the pub list. He's going to be like week to week, try to get him back. Oh, we don't want to rush him. Oh, we don't want to rush him. We're not putting anything on film. This is totally like JV varsity football now. We're not going to put anything on film. First game, Jameson Williams plays – New England Patriots. the Patriots. Land this bill. You have nothing on him. Good luck watching all the Alabama tape. That would be awesome if Jameson just torched the Patriots and we won at Gillette. I'd go crazy. Like offensively, we're more talented than the Patriots. The only thing the Patriots have for them is Bill Belichick. That's it. Yeah, I agree. We could win this game, I guess, couldn't we? God damn it. That speech was so good. When I went through the schedule earlier... I was saying I'm going Lions. Evans got me convinced. I'm gonna tell you the last time the Lions won in Gillette Stadium, so I'm still gonna go to New England because it's them. Like it's a, it's a win until you prove it. I've never even All watched. That, I don't know if I've ever even watched have we a game where we've, there? where we've played yes. there. I don't. Stafford I'm sure we have. played a four o'clock game there on Fox like back 2013, 14, and we got pumped. I have All something right. juicier if we want to drink back. more Kool Aid. Calvin now. was on the team that year. You guys I'm want back more to an L. You guys want more Kool-Aid that like could change your mind again? Sure. Yeah. Heard yeah. some chatter, saw a tweet, saw some chatter on the Pat McAfee show that one of the beat writers of the Patriots was at some of their first practices. Maybe it was rookie camp. Oh, they're hyping up Bailey Zappi. No. They're saying that the two most vocal voices running the offense in practice that will probably call plays is the combo of Joe Judge and Matt Patricia running the offense for the Patriots this fall. That makes me think we're winning the game. I can't believe Bill brought those two losers back. And I think Matt's, Matt's coming over to offense, I think. <laughs> Matt, I think Trish on offense. That's their early buzz. That if, uh, they now said, I want to flip again. They said this. They said, if you close they don't your have eyes. an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Josh so this is what they said. Is gone. This is what they said, Evan. They said, if you closed your eyes at practice, the two voices you would have heard running the offense were Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. And I'm it's, like, how are we losing that Fox game? It's in Foxborough, though. When yeah, in, Lions win. 
Also, the problem is we don't have that many guys on our team left that hate Patricia. Like, most of the players are out there. But so. we do. Yeah, but Okuda. that's not gonna... <laughs> The Lions Okuda. fans are coming Okuda. for Matt Patricia. If Okuda gets two picks on Mac Jones, I'll take I hope he off. runs up to Matt uh, Patricia and hands him the ball in his face. Oh. Speaking into existence. If we can borrow the Lions. We might have to have a watch party that game for, with a uh, Money podcast. If we... If we got the bar of Quandre Biggs the Patriots, so I can and Darius Slay for that game, we'd win by 25 because those guys hate Matt yes. Patricia. They were talking on Twitter the other day about him recently, about how they still hate him. They just openly talk about how much they hate Matt Patricia. They were three Lions. and two. I think we lose for the record. I'm going to put that. No, nah, doesn't matter. Two to one. Chocolate so I'm doing, is a dub. No, that's fine. I'm saying, okay, <laughs> bye week. Win. Take a, take we win that, baby. Only yeah. thoughts on this. It's a very early bye week. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's very early. Thanksgiving, uh, like the Thanksgiving game, it hurts. It's a long, like the, long week, though. It hurts beforehand, but after Thanksgiving, there's like an extended. So that's like a miniature bye week. Some people call it. Good point. Extendo mag. You have the weekend and the whole week off. So like, <laughs> it's in the extendo mag. Um, Sunday, October twenty third at Jerry World. Uh, Al, a very overrated stadium. Too big of a scoreboard. Dallas Cowboys. One p.m. CBS for CBS game. Notable. Um, I have it as a loss. Loss. See, I think they're still good. Evan, you have us making the playoffs the way they you're choked right the now. postseason away a lot, but we're not winning that game. They didn't get better. Like, we are probably going to lose, but I think I would not be shocked if we go into Jerry's world and we just pump them. Wow. Like, we, we, I would are be you shocked. a we super go, fan? No, I'm not. I just like the Cowboys are overrated. They're not going to yeah. win their division. They're going to hover around 500. Mike McCarthy is not a very good coach. Jerry Jones just won a head coach that he can puppet master. Facts. Didn't they win 11 games last year? I think they won 12. All I remember from them, well, what's in my mind is them destroying the commanders on Sunday night football, like one of the second to last weekend weeks of the season. They lost. They just looked like a unit. They lost Amari Cooper, but that makes them better because now they get to use C.D. Lamb more. So that was a getting better by being oh, with someone. and Jeff can't cover C.D. Lamb. Are you... <laughs> It's just a joke, Grant. Relax. It hurts every time you say it. I know, but it's hilarious. I got yeah, a word that's, that's, a, that's homecoming for Dan Campbell. Play that Texas A&M. Never forget. Kyler Murray's no, never I lost in that it. stadium. I'm sorry, Evan. I don't see it. I, I mean, I see it, but I'm still going to say an L right now. So Sunday, October 30th, spooky season. Miami Dolphins, Ford Field, 1 p.m. CBS. Before everyone, before Alex speaks, nobody can cover Tyreek Hill. Just get that out of the way. I was gonna um, say, Jeff, <laughs> thank tough, you. Tough assignment this week. Um, I have an L two, and I think the Dolphins are actually be pretty solid this year. With well, he's not even the head coach anymore. Mike Daniels. I like the Dolphins. I do a lot like of the Dolphins. A lot of people like the Dolphins this year. A lot of buzz. But I'm gonna. It. They could be this I, year's Bengals. I would say they would be there. I'm, they're not going to be there with that Bengals. Two was not. They signed a bunch of all. dudes, so they could Correct. be a playoff team. I don't mean Super Bowl team. Not a Super Bowl team. Just, just a turnaround playoff team. They're pretty. Two talk of a turnover. <laughs> uh, the Lions are winning this game. Tua falls into the Drew Locke and Carson Wentz category of quarterbacks that I simply do not trust and think are not good. Uh, so. Lions and I am zagging on the public. I know the public loves the Dolphins this year. They love that AFC East division. They think the Jets are scrappy. Nope, oh, I can tell you right no, now, Tua's not. Tua, Tua is the checkdown merchant, 
and we're winning this football game. So we're, okay. eight, we're eight weeks in, seven games in, right? Correct. Yeah, but we chalked that up as an L. Grantsman override. I, got not us, do- I have us at three and four. What do you have at? Alex we're doing we're doing individual win loss, Alex. We're not doing like a yes. group consensus. Yeah, we're doing. I think I have us at three and four. I have us at three and four. I got three and four too. I'm gonna we'll start writing in the show sheet my own. Just 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 disregard. All right, next week. Yeah, a lot of home games out the gate. No, wow. November 6th, Green Bay Packers, Ford Field, 1 p.m. Fox. L. Loss. Aaron Rodgers owns us. <laughs> Loss. The only thing I really want out of these games this year is Hutchinson to be able to sack Aaron Rodgers blindside really hard. I just want to see gets that so pick bad. I think Okuda gets his first pick of the year in this game, though. Okuda will have Jeff Okuda. Okuda will have a pick before that. Yeah. Okuda will have three interceptions going into that game. Do you want to bet on it? No. Okay. Because <laughs> three's, three's quite a bit. Three's a lot. Three and seven games. He's picking oh, off Carson once. He's picking mm, off Drew Locke. And mm. he's either picking off Matt Jones or Tua. So he'll have to Well, he's having two game. picks against Matt Jones. And I do not think he'll pick off Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's picking off Aaron Rodgers. Nah, it'd be a big moment for him, That's though. like an Awarier pick, someone that's more established, you know? Well, we could get a Hutchinson strip sack, which, oh, my God. Okay, but that's an L. Um, Three and five. Sunday, November 13th, going to the Windy City. Literally, the jokes are made. It's a Windy City. It is the windiest city in America. It stinks in the wintertime. Chicago Bears, Soldier Field, Bear Down, 1 p.m., Fox. W, four and five. Controversial. We don't play well there. I, mean, I say we lose. It's a, one of those bad lines losses. Daryl like, Bevel what? won a football game in that stadium. Daryl Bevel did. You go he back did. to last year. We played there October 3rd. Better weather. We lost 24-14. I think we played horrible in that game. Oh, my God. Our offense was miserable that game. Didn't we have Derek like, Goff's baby hands fumble like five times in that game. <laughs> didn't we have like – Dude, it was <laughs> awful. We had, like four, we had like four red zone turnovers. Yeah. Something like, we're going to win this game because yes. they're, they're the bigger than that. That's the, the Lions' letdown game that they always have. I'm telling their you. best, their best receiver is Velas Jones, who they just drafted. They have they no have skill Darnell players. Mooney, dude. I know. I, I just wanted to, Brian yeah. Edwards. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say Darnell Mooney because it's such a joke. That, like, yeah, they have Darnell Mooney, dude. Darnell Mooney's pretty good. <laughs> guess what? We're gonna have a healthy Jameson Williams, a Monroe St. Brown yeah. could have been a Rookie of the Year candidate. We're gonna have DJ Chark, who was a uh, Pro Bowl receiver, who had a top fifteen receiver year. We have Hawkinson, who's Top four and best tight end. hurt the week before, and Tim Boyle's the starting quarterback. Nope. Well, yes, Foles. yes. We yes. signed Nick Foles. Agreed, <laughs> Alex. If, if you're going to do the lazy take of an injury, then yes, you'll be right. No, I just think the Lions are going to have some stupid loss that makes everyone upset and tune out, and I think that's the game. Not this team. <laughs> team hasn't earned the right for that at all. Sunday, November 20th at New York Giants MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey, 1 p.m. Fox. Your thoughts? Loss again for three and seven. Are you serious? This is a win. We're going to lose to Danny Dimes. Nope, we are not, Evan. No, I have us winning five and five. They're not talented yet. And guess what? We are in the in the hunt graphic. We are all up in that graphic right now. Not at five and and that's, that is the Hutchinson Thibodeau matchup. Mm. Who's better at that mm. point and who's going to have the better game? 
And you know how Cade Cunningham just dominated every rookie in the league when he played them. That's going to be Hutchinson going up against Thibodeau. Thibodeau is going to be worried about Tib- Thibodeau. Be, Thibodeau is going to be worried about being on the cover of ESPN the magazine the next month in his little GQ Nike shades oh, with his sauce. I, with Phil Knight posing. Yeah, he's not worried about football at this point in the year. Thursday, November 24th, only four days later. That seems unfair. Buffalo Bills, Ford Field, Detroit, 1230, your primetime game, CBS. You know how those lo- the Lions have those utterly shocking losses? Well, shocking win here. Win on Thanksgiving, 4-7, and seven, Detroit Lions. Are you just doing this like to be cute? <laughs> no, the Lions just do crazy stuff every year, so why not predict crazy? This is a game, if you, you have are children. are facing the best quarterback in the NFL, the perfect mm, mold of a quarterback that everybody wants to have is Josh Allen. He's not losing to the Lions. Lions if you, win. If you, if you Jameson have, erupts. If you have children. Four touchdowns. If you have Hutchinson children. six sacks. <laughs> like Brent talk Alex. If you have children under the age of seven, you should not let them watch this football game. This is going to be a rated R murder on, <laughs> on, on national TV. And while the Lions might be a solid team this year, this is going to be the game that everyone still thinks the Lions are an absolute joke because they just lost 45 to nothing on Thanksgiving Day. It's going to be bad. We're all going to be playing the Thanksgiving Day drinking game with Buffalo. You have to take a shot. Every time they mention like the buffalo wing instead of like a turkey leg that day. But well, I mean, we already talked about my Thanksgiving. You know, it's just not fun. So it's not going to be. But like you're going to go to somebody. You're going to go to a different Thanksgiving. Yours. You're just going to do it anyways. Just do it. Who cares? Yeah. Four and seven lines win. Actually, you know what? Up. You should do, Alex. Let's say your war held a raffle and you won Thanksgiving Day tickets. I'll have COVID that day. It's the <laughs> If the Lions give up less, <laughs> if the Lions give up less than forty points, they should this should count as a win. I mean, they're going to win the goddamn football game. Okay? No, they're not. Alex. They're gonna. Just what, they're you, gonna. Remember, you remember? Do you remember how you felt? Remember how you felt? Goddamn football game. Remember how you felt when we were in our solo time slot against the Tom Brady Bucks, and how bad you felt watching that game? That's going to be this times two. I hope not, because I think they're going to win the football game. I will clip this. I don't, sure. I don't know. It's it's May. <laughs> Excuse my language, but dude, I mean, come on. No, but you're just being cute, though. But I mean, I don't know. Anyways, December 4th. I just needed to get back to four and seven because I said that we would lose to the Bears. Yeah, you're okay? doing that. You're, you're chasing number. You're chasing numbers right I'm chasing now. a number. I am. All right. December 4th, Sunday. Nice little break there. Mini bye week, like Evan informed us of jacksonville jaguars come to town 1 p.m fox murder the southern cats we get murdered by the jags just kidding so that's a win i think the jags will be much better than they were last year i, just, I think we win this game yeah, so i, like I gotta win i like our chances against the jags i think the jags are going to be 100 percent completely like better i like i see them winning like six or seven games afc south's down um, they play an easier schedule because they play like the bottom feeders of the AFC. Um, they're gonna be improved, but I think we'll still win against the Jaguars. Yeah, I like yeah. I like us to win. Agree with you. Um, next week we have December 11th Sunday Minnesota Vikings 1 p.m. Fox at Ford Field. We just get over the 500 clip. We are now seven and six in Evans' record book. The Lions win that game, and they're six and seven in Alex's record book. And there are three hot wins after beating the Bills. Jesus Christ! I have it a loss 
it sucks to say you're going to get sweep by the Vikings, but Grant, we beat the Vikings last year when we didn't have a win. We did beat the Vikings this last camp year. Dance are the worst coverage I've ever seen in my it life. Easily could have gone the other way. Kevin O'Connell's beating us twice in his first year as head coach. I think he's going to be an organization that almost hired Jim Harbaugh is going to beat us. I'm also chasing a number here. They're losing this game. Oh, All right. I'm not. Uh, number chaser. I'm six and seven. I'm not I'm chasing numbers I'm seven anymore. and six. So you got to win here. Oh yeah, I got to win here. Oh yeah. Uh, Sunday, December eighteenth at the New York Jets again, MetLife Stadium, back to back. Also, guys, not to go dark here, but MetLife Stadium is where a lot of professional athletes in the NFL like have devastating knee injuries because of their turf. I'm just what worried about that. What is wrong with you? FYI, Grant, that's just a real thing. That's a real thing, though. Most of them uh, are earlier in the year. Most of them are in the early in the year. I don't know about yeah. the stats-wise, but it's because, like, when the turf's out there in the heat, it, like, it's like a sticky. Like, the turf gets sticky until, like, the, it, there's no give for the athlete on the turf. Don't you okay. think the NFL, I'm not, I mean, the Jets, who have loads of money, would fix this problem? It's, it's the turf. You there would, is no problem, Alex. It's the can turf. you put a new turf that doesn't do that? They did an FBI investigation. It's that, it's that big of a deal. <laughs> People were suing them over it. Holy like the sh**. went there and had like four oh, guys sell their ACLs. Well, yes, that's where the that's And then they had a good rookie year at that point. And then the following, in the following weeks, another team name? went in there and did the, like, the same thing. Had like one of their best players sell their ACL. And Grant, I was going to say Hutchinson or Williams, and he already did it, and that would be the I'm end of his career. Say so single, Hutchinson. I'm not going to say a single player's name that's bad voodoo. I'm just saying it's, it's not bad voodoo good for play. you to mention that in general. It's going to get brought up on it the wasn't internet. Going to be by me. Play those weeks. I'm just letting you know when it happens. But MetLife turf. Anyways, this is a win. Zach Wilson got to prove it to me first. Uh, same campus Tua, Drew Locke, all those quarterbacks. Throw them in the bucket. We win this game. Zach Wilson's pretty young still, though, Grant. I mean, he only had one season. It's not quite in the bucket of those guys. Cool. You take you you ride his tails then. I think Zach Wilson sucks. Just trying to give, just trying to give him a chance. Yeah, you told me to give Daniel Dimes a chance as well, and I was 100 percent right about that. Until he torches us. Uh this is a weird game. Hmm. I'll go Lions seven and seven. But I don't feel good about it. The Jets got better this offseason, I think. What'd I would say we're gonna win. Hell yes. So I'm going to have eight and six right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to have us in the playoffs. Somebody has to go from worst to first in a division. Somebody has to do it. We said that last year, and we got worst again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, last year I also said we would go seven and ten. You, Evan. I think Evan Grant positive in May. Four or five. I am positive in May. Until Look. the first game hits, and I say I want a new team. Little Christmas Eve action, Saturday game, 1 p.m. Fox at Bank of America Stadium, the stadium that Jake DeLome or Cam Newton built, the Carolina Panthers. Steve Smith built. Uh, I like the Panthers in this game. I like Matt Rule is not going to be the head coach of the Panthers anymore. Everyone says the Panthers are going to be super terrible, but I feel like they're not going to be that Who's your quarterback, Alex? I'm, I don't know. who. Maybe Baker will be. It's Sam Darnold, and Carolinas sure, came out and said they're out on the care, on the Baker trading thing. They got right a new now, coach that knows what he's doing. He's gonna. They have not. Matt Rule's gonna get fired wait, before what? this game. Oh, wait, did you just sorry, say? Sorry, I just a had second. a massive brain fart. I thought we were. I was, I was thinking about the Giants for a second and uh, Dable. 
So, yeah, no, I just had a massive brain fart. No, Matt Rule's a terrible coach, but they do have Christian McCaffrey, so they're not, you know, empty garbage. They're they're hot garbage. Uh, I love the Lions in this game. It's an, you can, This is the most boilerplate lock of the schedule. This is a win. Oh, guys, are the Panthers are that bad. They're really bad at football. Like horrible. Sam Darnold's in the same bucket of all these booty QBs. I should make a tier list of the bad QBs. Alex, Two is at the how top bad of the a team do you have to be to want to trade like a top three running back in the in the league? A guy that's hurt a lot. I mean, at least they have a reason. The last two years. Alex, that would they be like the Lions. 12 last year. That would be like the Lions, like in like their playoff, like prime push or whatever thing. We're over the hump. You'd be like, yeah, we're openly shopping Calvin Johnson. It's All like, right. I'm flipping. Lions yes. win. Matt Rule's yes. not going to be the head death. coach that week. You that have no idea who the be good for them. Be. Christian McCaffrey's not going to be on the Panthers anymore. First week of a coach getting fired, that team almost always wins. No. I'm taking the Lions. Oh, my God. We are 9-6 and six oh. in Evans' ranking. I switched. We're 8-7. Uh, we're, we're about to be 10-6. Like, no we're problem. over 500 on my team, too, and I hate it. We're three games over 500. We technically have, right now have a wild card spot. You're a Super Bowl contending team. Your team is. <laughs> <laughs> like People are talking about the Lions making a deep postseason run when, with your schedule. No, Alex, this is a perfect world where nobody gets injured. We run, I am assuming, into that. the year 2023, which is crazy to say, even on this podcast right now. We're going to be 10 and 7. Holy fuck. <laughs> Sunday, January 1st, Chicago Bears, Ford Field, 1 p.m. Box. I'm chasing the numbers, so now it's I'm gonna in be trouble. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to be loud. 9 and 7. Ford Field's going to be sold out. A chance to get to 10 wins in Evans' record book? Absolutely. Nine and seven. Hutchinson and Pascal both get sacks in this game. Hutchinson has another strip sack in this game that he recovers. Actually, Hutchinson strip sacks Justin Field on their own 20. Ali McNeil picks it up at the 15 and rumbles into the end zone, and Ford Field is going bananas. The Bears are also a great matchup for Jeff Okuda. So, with those receivers, Jeff Okuda is probably going to have a great game. So, Darnell Mooney will not not get a did not get a grab in that game. I think uh, he had over 100 yards last year against us. We got swept by the Vikings, so we're sweeping the Bears in my book. We're beating the Bears twice. Yeah, we're beating the Bears twice. 9-7. I got us at 10-6 right now. We're going to lose to the Packers last game of the year. It's going to be yeah. for the North, um, but you know, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> that is un. That is the word unbelievable where we can use it. You predicting the Lions in the final game of the season oh, are playing to win the NFC North and host a playoff game for the at, north yes uh, for the north and some people's <laughs> minds at green bay lambeau field tb tbd would, would probably be sunday night football or something like that if it's <laughs> in the north can't believe we're talking like this on a or saturday so it could be either day either way whatever or monday or night saturday football. or sunday no you can't flex those those are locked no up. monday night football is to be determined for the final week of the season it's a double header well, I just got dunked on Elliot in the lane. So, <laughs> so yeah, it could be. Um, well, speaking of Elliot dunked on, we're losing this football game. So that's an L. Yeah, we are losing this football game. Fat L. Yeah, no, it's going to be a murder in Lambo. Couldn't come up with a better title than that? No. I was I'm, watching, distracted. I'm watching a murder <laughs> in the valley right now. Alex is a little surprised that his favorite player in the league, who is 0-6 career in Game 7s, is going to be 0-7. So it's really not surprising. Oh, God. Chris Paul's never won a Game 7. Everyone I choose loses. 
Final I record. A, I, I have a new NBA team. I have nine and eight. Nine and eight for Lions. me as well. I have ten and seven. Do any of us? Do you guys feel that our final totals are too high after yes. it comes out I like that? I feel like all of ours are way, way too high. high. <laughs> yeah, six yeah. or seven feels right. Crazy that you got I nine out. Did, did us bullying you last week about you saying this team could easily like win four or five games? Like get in your head. Uh, I think it's May, and I'm just kind of making it's my picks for entertainment. May. So <laughs> I don't really think the Lions are going to go nine and eight, but because a lot of things happen during the season. Testament to how bad. Know. Testament to how bad the schedule is. We have a top. Yes. We have the fifth easiest schedule in the league. We do have a pretty easy schedule. It could be looking rough, though, after the Patriots game. Everyone's just got to remember there's a lot of bad teams on the schedule after that. And not to, to just give a free plug, but um, Warren Sharp, he's a fo- you know football analytics guy. He had said he had a video about how he does. Uh, he gets all into the schedule release. A lot of people make their easiest schedules rankings off of last year's winning percentage, and he was just saying how flawed that is because – like if you play Denver last year, you can't view it as that Denver team. Mm-hmm. So he calculates easiest schedules by uh, algorithm with each team's over-under win totals. So he looks at your opponent's over-under win totals in Vegas, like what Vegas thinks you'd be at. I and like uses that. that. I like that. Yeah. And then he's and so in our in his model, we were fifth easiest still. So we have a oh, very easy schedule. Darn. But you won in a hard schedule? No, I just felt like it would be like something like a little bit different. Like, oh, we're the seventh easiest schedule because some teams improved. Yeah, but we're, we're like around the like fifth. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same. We have a very easy schedule. I mean, yeah. most of the, the NFC North and NFC East are always at the top there because they're playing bad teams. I don't know. So, um, I have one take about the Lions. I'd like to get off my chest right now. Okay, that has nothing to do with the schedule. Oh, I want. Khalil Pimpleton to make the roster. I the think 53-man. I don't know how many wideouts we're keeping. I think he'll be a star on Hard Knocks. I think if he doesn't keep a f- he doesn't make the 53-man roster, somebody else is going to take him from our practice squad. He looks like, awesome in the minicamp videos. Because like he preseason, does. like I don't think uh Josh Reynolds or DJ Chark's probably gonna play like four snaps. Like, so you're gonna have to have elder wide receivers play. And I think he has the capability and athleticism to like shine. He might it, like crib a punt in a preseason takes, game. Correct. It takes one of those, like a preseason return to make a roster. That's all it takes. I think he could potentially more explosive than Klee Freeman. He's going to have to yes. beat Klee Freeman out for a spot. That's very be comparable. Easy. He's cheaper. He's younger. He's bigger, faster, stronger. But I don't he's know how it works out. But if we end up, if we end up, wise. if we end up keeping Trinity Benson, that's Ew. a mistake because Khalil should be on the team over Trinity Benson. Tom Kennedy should not be on the team. Anymore. But we traded for Trinity Benson. We must think Trinity Benson has some untapped potential. Well, I don't. I can't believe we're even talking about Trinity Benson. <laughs> I think Hunter Risen's going to make the team. This is my one take. Hell one. no, Khalil Pimpleton. Kid's a bum. <laughs> Jeez, he's got right. a bad a- bad attitude. That was the lie downs. The old schedule release. Briefly here, we'll move through these topics here pretty fast. We don't linger too long. The Pistons draft lottery. Do you guys agree the hype for this is way less compared to last year? Oh, gosh. Yes. I, I think we talked about the draft care. lottery for like four times, four weeks. I really don't care where we are at in the top five. I do care. There's only one thing that I care about. That we don't take chat. Correct. So wherever we're at, just I hope, let's say we're at four. I hope one of the first three teams take chat. Yeah, 
I can. Yeah. I'm, I'm out on the Pistons drafting Chet. I'm not out on Chet being a potentially good player in the NBA. I'm out on both. I know. That's saying you're not. That. You're saying you're not <laughs> out. You're not out. On I Chet think he will be very good in the NBA. I just don't think he fits the Pistons. Well, you just flipped so fast because you said. Very good. <laughs> I was because I know Grant was going to be like, well, Alex, you can't say he has potential to be good. So I'll say, yes, he will be good. <laughs> Your head is in a goddamn pretzel. You said, I'm not out on Chet being potentially good. To He's very good. He'll be very good. You just yeah, I, think so good. I think he'll be good. I just don't want him. How about that? Well, very I think good he'll be good. good. I don't want him. I don't. Uh, there's no difference between good, very good, very all right, very okay, very decent. It's all the same. He's going to be a good basketball player. He'll probably be an all-star at some point. I guess that was tier rankings with Alex. There's no difference. <laughs> Every okay. time Grant's, Grant does this thing when they we're talking about average or okay, and I was like, yeah, he's all right. And Grant's like, oh, that means below average. And I was like, no, that just means he's all right. He's okay. He's average. So I have to do this all the time, so I get very annoyed when you do it to me. So Chet, very good. Got it. Who knows? Um, I have one more question for you guys. I'm going to do a lottery spin right now on Tankathon, though, to see what we get. Yes, yes. The lottery is the 17th, I believe, at 8 p.m. We got the 17th pick. Oh, no. I wouldn't hate it. I don't we got care. The sec- we got the second pick in my spin, so that's good. That's good. Who vibes. went one? Chet. Yes. Jabari. We got Jabari, Paolo. I mean, my you question would, for you. You pick Brad Davis, and I don't really care. As I want. <laughs> what are. What are. Okay, I can't just move on so quickly from what I just heard there. Um, I respect. I might have to. I, if we took Brad Davis in the top five, I would not be a Pistons fan anymore. See, that's how much hate you hate Brad Davis, and how much I hate Chet. To put that in comparison, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Yeah, to hate, wow. hate Chet for no reason. No, he's one, one of the most overanalyzed, overhyped high school basketball. What is it recruits. about Chet you don't like? You don't like ESPN and all those sites, but what is it about Chet you don't like? His game will not translate to the NBA. He's going to get put like into a him. body bag. He's a seven-footer that weighs 140 pounds. But Evan, what do you not like about him? People don't he's, like Brad Davis because he's just like, <laughs> so you just don't. He will have any reasons. He does have a punchable face. <laughs> so did Gonzaga. He backed yeah, away so from like, actually like top-tier like talent. He went to Gonzaga to play WCC. So did Jalen Suggs, who you love. Uh, that uh, was a point. <laughs> dual sport athlete. Could play quarterback in Minnesota, but he chose uh, body. Chad played wide out. Chad played wide out. He would get murdered on a football field. All right. I want to know you guys. Too much chat talk. NBA draft analysts, give me your top five big board going into the lottery. Joey Hauser, number one. Yep. Uh, Grant. I'm didn't not prepared I, for I this. Typed, didn't I already type my name once in our group chat? Can I look this up? I did you too. Know, you know ball. You you got five names. All right, I got Jabari one. Okay. Paolo one for me. I got Paolo two for me. Uh, uh, I got Keegan Murray three. Wow. And Chet four, because Chet's gotta be in the top five. And I'll go J95. Guys, where did we give our top prospects? It was a lot. We talk in that thing every day, Evan. It's gonna be you gotta search it. I did, but I don't know what actually was NBA draft top prospects. 
I'll rip my top five off to give you to filibuster for you. I, oh, I found it, bar- Evan. No, you. What do you type into the search bar to look for? Evan, <laughs> yours was Paolo, Jabari, Keegan Murray, Jay Nivey, and Davis fifth. Johnny, Johnny Davis fifth. There you go. There's my top five. And mine was Murph. Jabari, Paolo, Ivy, Murray, Griffin. But mine I, is no. Jabari, Paolo, Jaden Ivy three, Keegan Murray four, Chet five, and my sixth man of the year would be Benedict Matherin. Two I would take. I had him and at if, six. As if well. we took if we took Matherin over Chet, I wouldn't care. But I have talked my flashy brain into Jaden Ivy as like the third guy because I kind of like it. But like I said, the buzz. Oh, what is? So we could get either to, we can go one through seven in draft lottery to, on uh, the seventeenth. Ooh, the Rangers just tied the game with six minutes left. Um, what range would be you'd be okay with? Like, what pick we do we get? We're like, all right, that's fine. And then where does it turn where you're mad? Or like, why do we fall off that low? I wouldn't be upset if we were anywhere in the top ten. Alex, we can't go outside the top and eight. So Top my seven. point is, like, I am, I'm totally cool with one through seven. It wouldn't even bother me at all. It would bother me to slide outside the top five. I just wouldn't be mad because I don't. Think, it would I think bother there's so me many to slide outside the top four. Seven. There, I'm changing it. Top four. I locked in my answer. That's what I have. I have top four. I'd be good with. If we didn't get the first pick last year, my answer would be completely different. But since we were blessed last year with the rigged NBA lottery that Wyatt claims. How they just choose the team every year. They chose us last year, so I'm thankful for that. So if they got to push us down to seven this year, I don't think I'd be that upset because we got Caden. That's all that matters, dude. I don't want AJ Griffin at seven. I'll tell you that. I don't right think now. he's going to be there. I think he's a he's projected Take Johnny like Davis at seven. First round. Take uh, Matherin at seven potentially. I don't want Shane Sharp. Like mock drafts, Alex. Wow. I definitely saw. I didn't see any G League. Going in the top ten, I'm looking at a mock right now. Seven would be a jobby. Evan would like a jobby. I don't hate it. He's he's 22 though. Bad side. I would, you know, honestly, I'd get crazy. I'd reach for Malachi Brandon if we got picked seven. I like Malachi a lot. 19 years old, six five, wing player, lengthy. I'd take him. Who cares what the birds think about draft value? They got Benedict Matherin available going at 11. There you go. KCP 2.0. KCP 2.0. Hopefully better. Yeah, I think he's better. I I mean, I watched him play in March Madness. He's a a dog. He's going to bark in people's faces. Did you take EJ Liddell at 18? Uh, What? That's where he's projected. Brandon's projected at 26 to the Mavericks. What a great Maybe, fit for Yeah, but I'm just I'm an EJ Liddell stand, so don't forget, guys, don't get confused on draft night. There's a Nikola Jovic that is not Nikola Jokic in this draft. I know I've talked about that once, but there's a Nikola Jovic. Do not get it twisted. The only G League guy I see is Jaden Hardy. Going 28th. Sounds like a country singer. To the Warriors. The Detroit Tigers. Up and down. They've won three games in a row. Now that's a transition, folks. <laughs> um, does anyone have any thoughts on them? Boycott stance. Strong You're right now. You're not boycotting them. Come on. Evan, I'm boycotting ownership. 
in management. And I think we should. It's been I laughed when Grant said to me the other day, he's like, yeah, in the rebuild, year seven. And he just said it so casually. And I was like, year seven. That's all I need to know why I need to boycott. So I'm boycotting still. Happy they won three games, though. Good for them. The biggest struggle. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Scoobles are ace. Um, we, we, need to, hurts. we need to appreciate Scooble for a second. He's Scooble. 11 strikeouts today, nice. Alex. Only gave up three hits. Okay, he's, he's good. I don't have a problem with some of the players. Okay, positive talk, Alex. Positive talk. Yesterday, Torkelson went two for three. Uh, good. We are, the, it's a like a I'm double edged sword right now. I think with Cabrera, like we're backpacking off of like his recent like hitting surge. Um, but I don't know if it's sustainable throughout the entire year. He also is 39, but also he is one of the best hitters of all time. I think we need an, still a couple more people in the middle of the lineup to actually produce. I got the stats for you, Evan. What hitting I would surge? love to hear them. Seven games, the last seven games, 26 at-bats, 11 hits, two doubles, two home runs, five RBIs, a walk, hitting 423 average, 1.160 OPS. Maybe is tapping into his power. It's the unsung heroes right now who are helping the offense get out of its slump. It's still not a great it, offense. Hitting, what is it, hitting Willie? Willie, oh, Willie Castro. God. Free Willie. Alex, you have to put him in the lineup because this team is just not Willie hitting Castro. him. Somebody is like, on a hot streak. You Willie have Castro, to put him in the lineup. He's smacking the ball around the yard right now, and it's impressive. It's just surprising. He also has a 1.116 OPS. And then Eric Haas has a little power left to give. He's only had seven at-bats in the last seven days. But he had a home run, got an RBI off of that. Tucker Barnhart, my guy Tucker, my Tiger, hitting 350 in his last six games. So he's playing well, too. And Scope, getting a little bit out of the slump, hitting 241. Can so. we hit some bombs? Yeah, Miguel. Miguel's hitting bombs. Willie Castro, bomb. What is Cabrera? Alex, you just Two this this team warmer. Three you know, I get warmer. Three now? We need warm weather to hit bombs, is what you're telling me. Alex, so we're going to start thing. exploding in June. I can't wait for this, Evan. Thank yes. you. Here's recent looking at the future schedule. If it will load, um, we do play the Rays coming up. Always gritty team. Gonna be tough. Not gonna go well. There's a chance. You never know. I was trying to do the math, Evan, because I know where you're going with this. Austin Meadows revenge game three, <laughs> three on the road. It's gonna have three However, revenge games in a row. Alex, however, the last let me see if I can count correctly. One, I two, got three, it. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fifteen. Wait, to, Evan, I got it. No, you can go ahead. There you go, Grant. I had to go to 15, the next stage. Fifteen of our next eighteen games are against the Guardians and Twins. All I right. think if you're gonna so, if you're gonna lock back in, Alex, you should watch the stretch. And if they suck, then you're done. Because we're not gonna win anything yes. if we don't. But if we if we play so decently above, games. if we play decently above 500 in this stretch against those two teams with those series, we're right back in the division hunt. It just really sucks that right when I go on my boycott, they get a sweep, and now it's like, ah. Alex, I'll tell you this: they need to go tw- like 12 and world, like 12 and six. The next 18, we're back. If they go 12 and six. I'll be back. Because 12 and 6, that means you have a winning record versus the Fine. Twins and the Guardians. I'm two back for the division. next 18 games. That's They have six. to win a minimum 11 games for me to stay. Wow. Casey Nine. Mai started his rehab start. Eleven. Uh, you got to go 11 and 7 in the next 18 for me to That's not perfect, boycott. That's perfect. 
And then if they if they stink, then you're done with them by June third, and we play the Yankees, and we'll get pounded by the Yankees. So yep, you're done All by right. June. Eleven and seven, starting now, because the Twins are twenty and fifteen, leading our division by three games. So if we play well against them, you're right back in the mix. We're all eight games out of the division, seven games out of the wild card right now. Uh, what, who's that is a lot. Who rates Max oh, Kepler, Kepler potentially walk him every single time? He's our dad. <laughs> He is our fathers. Um, all right. Well, that's huge progress. Alex is back in for the next 18 games, folks. Yes. yes. Stay tuned to that. Until June. That's the beginning of June. God, it's going to be rough. If they and go 0-8 in the first eight games, and then I'm already done by before the start of June. But at least you tried. You get another chance. Trying my best. Um, now, the last talk is, uh, again, the majors. The PGA Championship is next weekend a week from today well i guess less than a week but the, it'll be wrapping up a week from today southern hills is what it's called am i right there yeah isn't it in new york city new york area alex new york city i don't know east coast uh, i think no i think it's in oh, Tulsa, South. oklahoma ew well yeah. the thing that i typed it southern hills country club in tulsa oklahoma home of the pga ew. oh the, the thing, thing we're that not, I saw, like, the, I just yeah, typed in a Google to where this course is, and it said New York. And I was like, oh. It's a- I read an article that said it, it's comparable to Beth Page Black in New York. So It's only $67 to play there on the weekend. Are really? you serious? We, got, we had to pay 40 today. At 48 and for you're Twilight. driving on the tee boxes. Yeah, you were driving on tee boxes. Right? It's, I mean, it, it wasn't that nice of a course. It's only 48 bucks to play Twilight after 3.30 p.m. At the PGA Championship hosting course, it is forty eight dollars, and I spent forty bucks today to drive on tee boxes. Are we sure you're on the right map? How much does it cost to play Southern Hills in Tulsa? Weekend eighteen. Now, go to their actual website. Go to the Southern Hills website, their official website. They're like the. Well, it's you know also I mean? you have to remember you can't get on the course. It's private, so it's forty eight dollars if you know a member. <laughs> oh well, you should have said that. I just remember. I just realized that because I didn't know it was private. This is all you do. You just go in there and you just park in the parking lot and be like, "Hey, man, I know you." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll work. And you go in there and be like, "Yep, I'm playing with them. Yep, there's eight of us, man. Yeah, we're playing right behind them, seeing who wins. You know, <laughs> gambling a little bit." Evan, official statement on one of your favorite golfers, Phil, saying he'd play and then withdrawing because he's not allowed to because he wants to play in the Saudi league. Thoughts. Rumor has it PGA said that they would openly welcome the defending champion back. There's no ill will against it. Um, I just don't think he wanted all like the bad media coming for his throat when it's unwanted or unnecessary. Um, he fully regrets what he said about like the whole Saudi league and him wanting to go there. Um, there's rumors out there. That there's like 80 plus PGA members that want to play in the Saudi league. So he's not the only one. He's just the one that vocalized. And there was a big thing. A lot of players um, like requested to the PGA, and the PGA denied everyone's request. So correct. No one's gonna actually go. And I also I heard a nasty little PGA. rumor that uh, Phil, after the PGA Championship, is expected to face to get a lifetime ban from the PGA Tour. Wow. Just in case it happens, so can't, I'm telling you now. So he can't like rake up a bunch of more money uh, like, on the senior no, tour then? That's no huge. senior tour, no PGA tour. Lifetime no ban. Ferry tour. Lifetime ban for just speaking out against. <sighs> cool Correct. throne. Cool throne. Cool throne. 
when we look back on right rewrite history, was that one journalist, I don't know his name, who wrote that hit piece on Phil when he came to Detroit and everyone was like, Team Phil, screw that journalist. Is that guy feeling pretty good right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. He's like, wait a second. Now you guys are seeing. Because also, Phil just got charged with like more. No, there's a book coming out that's going to talk about Phil his being in like. Yeah. About like $40 million of gambling debt that he's like incurred throughout. Stretches Everyone of knew that. They just, you know. Phil's a fascinating guy. We should get him on the show sometime. Well, I'm sure that'll be an easy would. pull for a guest. Because he got charged with insider trading. He loves gambling. He's, he's a, good with he, the media. He doesn't love gambling. He's addicted to gambling. <laughs> not not a joke. He's addicted <laughs> you're, to you're, gambling. You're a sex addict? You're, you're addicted to sex? Yeah. Addicted to gambling? <laughs> yeah. Can't get enough uh, of it? That's what he is. So yeah, lifetime ban. Nasty wow. little rumor. Was that on the? Blog this voice? is not a blog board. This is an Alex actually having information. Um, all right. So without further ado, our picks for it. Tiger will be there. Tiger's in the mix, but who really cares? Because he can't compete for anything these days. Uh, but he's in the mix. He's there. Um, shout out all the people. I want to just call back that there are some people chopping on us. Like, oh, why didn't you guys? You guys are clowns for not picking Tiger to like use your dark horse to win the Masters. Did people well, say well. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are Cody losers. Come on. Longtime listener Cody with the K. He loves Tiger. He's like, he got no mad at us and said we should have picked him. Come he on. He was limping down the back stretch on Sunday. Nobody so he, wanted to see he him. Like an he was the horse in the Kentucky Derby that you he wanted just to put down to get it over with. <laughs> he wasn't mad. He just did the class of like, no Tiger. And it was like, well, I like Tiger, but the man could barely break 100 on Sunday at the Masters. So You would like you would like Tiger. You kind of strike me as a guy that'd be in this camp. I hate you. Things, we're so early that these <laughs> odds are so high. I'm looking at the odds right now. We should lock something what did in. We de- what did we decide who what the long shot 4,000 and up. 5,000 and up for this tournament, I say. Fine. Are you guys looking at... I'm looking at FanDuel right now. I'm at DraftKings. They're Not probably Draft around. Is, is Corey Connors plus 5,000? Uh, he is plus 6,500. Woof. But remember, Alex, last time Woof. you didn't do good. I'm on DraftKings right now. Okay, I'm on a... Right, I'm DraftKings. fine. I'm switching to DraftKings so it's consistent. Tigers Corey plus 6,500. Can I go first? Bryson I have my Tiger. favorite in long shot, and I'd like to go first this time. Well, so what's the? Are we doing cutoff? What's the cutoff, Alex? Four and up, I think. All right, four thousand five. Actually, no. It says Brooks no, is it's four. It's got to be higher. Yeah, it's got to be higher. Five than five, th- five thousand and higher is a five long and up. shot. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. I did no research for this, so do not take these. My masters, I actually did some research. All right, Alex, you can start us. Scotty Scheffler is my favorite. Why would you okay. pick against him? The dude's on a tear. Take the favorite. Scotty Scheffler. Long shot. Just one last week. Max Homa plus 5,000. Homosexuals. Just one. Feeling good. So, yeah. I'll take the two winners. Both guys won their last start. Scheffler not played since the Masters? No, I don't think so. He's just been on a- Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot we were on a podcast for a second. <laughs> he's like the he's like the derby horse that wins. They just make him go. Yeah, no, just, seriously, why why would he play? Uh, Evan, do you want to go? Or you want me to go? You can go. I'm gonna take my favorite, Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. I watched again. a Day in the Life video. I watched a Day in the Life. What do you mean again? Oh no, you were just riding him on uh, Sunday. Uh, 
You played several several bets on Colin Morikawa. I guess you didn't pick him this year. I did, and he backdoor covered the five. It was awesome. It was a rush. <laughs> backdoor covering. That's golf. right. Chipped in on yeah, the bunker. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I watched a day in the life video of him, and he's just a very humble guy. And I just want to root for guys that I like. That's why I wrote uh, picked Max Homa as a long shot in the Masters, and now he's a trendy pick that Alex is jumping on it. Much worse odds. I got him at a better value. But anyways, uh, I like Colin Morikawa. He's won this tournament before, hundred percent, right? Yes, it was his first major Ooh, win two years ago. Yeah, now this is one of those weird ones where he's won this before. Won this before. It doesn't matter because the the courses change every year, so it's not like that nah, doesn't really apply. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a type of course like the like the British Open and uh, Masters are like comparable courses. Like this hops around all the time. So, but it just feels good knowing. But yeah, he's a former PGA winner, and then I've been rambling. Long shot, I'm, Grant. Pick someone. I'm going to take a guy who I've never heard of. Here's a guy. But it's a guy named after a type of shirt that when someone wears it and they're tan and have a big chest, you know that guy is attractive to women. And that is Russell Henley. I'm taking Russell Henley T. Russell Henley's a good golfer. (laughs) Plus 6,500 Russell Henley T. I would love you to place a Russell Henley leading uh, after day one. I could see that happening. He's that name ever, screams first place after day one. You guys ever wear Henleys? I've never even heard of that before until you just said it. Go, go you don't know what a Henley is? I mean, no. you know what a Henley Henley t shirt is? Nah. <laughs> nah. Evan, I, I lost my holy shit, Evan. Ricky is plus twenty thousand. Guy's a bum. Evan, I've seen you wear a Henley t shirt before. I don't know what the I don't know what Grant, we're talking people, about. People, maybe you're wrong because Evan and I are very confused. If you see me wearing it, call me out on it. It's like the shirt that has three buttons. Oh, oh, it's, yeah, I see it. No oh, collar, I just three. Wore buttons. that too. It was made by Field of Streams. I didn't know it was called a Henley. You've worn that shirt before. I didn't know those were like called Henleys. That's I a Henley. And like I said, when you when there's a guy who's built with a nice chest and tan, and you wear that out on a summer day with the sleeves rolled up. You have people looking at you. That is a confident shirt. So I'm taking Russell Henley T. Evan, oh, your yeah. your long shot yeah. should be a PGA pro. Just one of those <laughs> PGA pros that got it. Those guys Wait, always call get me out on me. I, I have worn that shirt. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is going to be Jordan Spieth. Again. Uh, oh, can we stop picking this mental basket case? We pick He's him not. every He's played single well last time. Couple he weeks. played really good this week. He played at the University of Texas close to his home. Going to be a lot of family members in attendance. He is plus 2,000. Spieth finished second this week at 25 under. Evan, great pick. Thank you. I love now, my long shot will be Abraham Answer at plus 10. Answer. I didn't pick him. What do you <laughs> stop doing this bit? He's uh, plus 10,000. The answer. Um, his most recent tournament did not play well. However, he did play at the University of Oklahoma. So, home. Evan is riding the colleges this weekend. Alex, I just typed in him in, seeing you know, how he did the last couple you know, tournaments, and I saw that he played, happened to play at the University of Oklahoma. I was like, yep, this is just meant to be. All right. And he played like really it. well at the Masters, so. And any, plus 10,000. Any names we've never heard of that you guys would like to say? Well, I had a question yeah, for you sure. guys real quick. Um, yes, I do have something about that, but do you guys know what Abraham Answer is most famous for? Uh, beating Tiger in the 
actually Tiger owning him in the Ryder Cup, I think, President's Cup. Yeah, you guys remember that doctored video of like Tiger hitting the putt and then going to shake yeah. the guy's hand? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Abraham answering the <laughs> That's video. Him? Yeah, yeah oh, Tiger Tiger owned him in the President's Cup. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a good match, but yeah, he he beat him in the President's Cup. And he did he was, did walk early to to do yeah. that, but they changed the video so it like hits the yeah. the second he hits the ball, he's shaking Abraham's hand. <laughs> I'm gonna make a clip with that video. It's so good. <laughs> I remember it got some people. It was like that April Fools that uh, Izzo was retiring. Like it got some people. Like this really happened. I go no. Tiger Woods did not start. I shaking watched that video several times. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's actually I did that to Alex on the 18th green today when I made this when I made the, the match all square. <laughs> Grant fist bumped and screamed. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> he made a bogey butt. <laughs> Net four. Net par. Hey, Net Grant, four. did you make a par Absolutely. today? And we nope. played to our handicap. <laughs> no, no bars for Grant today. <laughs> talk about the greatest shot I've hit in my life. Oh my God, Evan. <laughs> you can talk about it Alex? after the show. Alex? Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, uh, some golf names that we never say. Derek Kigo. Who? Yep. You know who never, no one ever picks anymore is um Patrick Reed. That guy you just never talk he's about a, anymore. He's a cheating <laughs> and he's a loser. <laughs> Who the f likes Patrick Reed? I'm not saying you have to like. I'm just saying you never hear that guy's name. Would never, never bet on a cheater. But he's plus fifteen thousand. Bryson's irrelevant. Bryson is. Irrelevant. Ian Poulter, old and irrelevant. Jason Day don't really talk about anymore. Bubba Watson don't talk oh, about. Jason anymore. Day has that one thing. Vertigo. Vertigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Siwoo Kim, Taylor Gooch. Mm. Best name on tour. Taylor Gooch. Um, and you know how else we never pick for these is Rory, and there's a reason for that. Uh, I do like Rory anymore. a lot. The guy just doesn't win majors. Is he where? Oh, he's the he's the odds on favorite. Yeah, yeah it just makes no, it makes favorite. legitimately no sense. He played really he's well last week. Super talented. Finished like third to Max. Scheffler is plus three hundred to finish in top five. That is just mind blowing. He <laughs> is on a tear. He's the world number one. He's finished top five, I think, in every start this year. Something crazy like that. I mean, run one winner. I mean, that is where the money's at. Holy cow. JT's losing a lot of steam, it seems, these days. No one's talking about it. It's harder to bet round one winner on Scotty Sheffield than him just to win the whole damn thing. You should bet round. What is the odds on Russell Henley? Oh, you know who always gets... You know who always gets pumped pumped up in um, these odds that just hasn't really done... A ton to deserve it yet is Victor Hovland. Like he should not be in between he is, Dustin he is Johnson. Really up there for a guy that has has he even won yet. Like why is he in between Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith? No. Also, pe- what you know who's gonna, you know who's going to win a golf tournament like this is Patrick Cantlay. He could win this weekend. That guy's nails. he's he sniffs uh, majors every year. He just never wins. He's always yeah, Alex, I can't find him sniffing something else for a second there. <laughs> I probably already passed him, but I can't find Russell Henley on here. Plus 6,500. Victor Hovland's younger than both of us. Oh, you're saying round one? I have no idea. Now, I, look, I know Victor's at some point. Victor's won one time in his career, Evan, and you just told me he's won five times this year. He has. He has. He's won once. Now, look, guys, I know at some point the Suns gave up, but they're done 44 yeah, points, 109 to 65 right it's now. It's super disappointing. Alex thoughts on Chris Paul. Uh, oh, game plus 7 6, 
What, Grant? Thoughts on Chris Paul, game seven, to close out the show. I'm worried that this might be the end of Chris. Should we have a garage sale for your Horns jersey of his? I have three Chris Paul jerseys. So That is embarrassing. I was a ginormous fan when, I, when he was a rookie and I was a little kid. What was the oldest age you bought the last one? 19. Fuck. College. <laughs> it's it's peak peak uh Chinese jerseys, you know. You're not gonna be buying a Suns one, are you? No. No, I'm right. I'm I'm very disappointed. That I don't have show, anything good to say. Really good show, I think. It's always hard to know in the moment, but I feel like that was a really good show. Um so if you want to reward us. <laughs> A lot of not intelligent talking going on. I think that's when we're at our best, when we're overreacting and we just say things off the cuff that may not be true. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what are you laughing at, dude? When Evan said Scotty Scheffler said, <laughs> he is. <laughs> just doesn't need to play golf anymore because he's, he's buried. Out there. Just doesn't need to bang. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, he, sorry he, Grant. Close it out. Close it out. <laughs> To reward us for having a great show, top show. Uh, at Shot of MMS Everywhere, follow along, see some clips, some graphics, how to listen to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You already know that if you're listening, but please tell a friend, you know, give a review, subscribe, follow it, what, whatever you got to do. So when this drops, it automatically downloads on your cellular device and then you're ready to listen. And honestly, I heard uh, another show say this, like, even if you don't want to listen to us, can you just put your phone on your table while you work or do something and just hit play with no volume on and let it run through. I mean, that really counts just as much. Like we love to build a strong community with that listens to every show. Diehards. We love them, but there's also those fringe listeners that just, if you tune out after weekly check-ins, I'm talking to you. Most females that listen to this show. Oh, I'm talking to you, mom and dad. Just <laughs> let that on, thing play. Support your turn son. That, turn that volume down, put it on two and a half speed. Let that thing play. It'll be done before you know it. I'll call counts the same on the listeners, the advertisers, the, the future advertisers won't know. Um, that's it. And then next week, submit any questions. We'll get that back going. But tonight we had to do it fast and we had a full show anyway. So cheers to episode 72. McDonald's cheers to episode 72. 70. Shout out Cormy. Cormy. Why are we shouting out Cormy? Yes, for a shout out. Oh. Shout out Chris Paul. <laughs>